Hey, 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 it's a new year, fam, and every year we make resolutions, but there is no goal greater or that feels better than having your finances together. Many of us have been hit with illness, divorce, job, and business loss, all those wonderful things that take you to the brink. Believe me, I know, but that's okay. You can start over, and there's an old saying that when you know better, you do better, so let's get with it. In my situation, I didn't have the experience or the knowledge to make great financial or credit decisions. And when I decided to get myself together, I turned to a law firm who told me that I would have to pay $100 a month. And I thought, um, so let's see, I'm, I'm in debt and now I'm going to create more debt by paying you to fix a problem. And uh, no, no, thank you. I went out and got the information that I'm going to share with you today that took my score from 415. Yes, a 415. Like I said, life happens to us all from 415 to a 720. Step one is inspection phase. This is when you have to take a look at the damage that you created or someone else created in your credit file. You can do this by pulling your credit report from all three major credit bureaus. That is TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. These bureaus collect information from your vendors, creditors, and banks and report your payment history and behavior. The best place for you to get all three credit reports for free is from annualcreditreport.com. You want to make sure that when you pull your credits that you're ready to begin the work because each month your credit score changes as well as the credit information. So you want the most accurate and the most up to date. It's important to have all credit reports from all three because each one will contain different information and you never know when you're applying for credit, which bureau your creditor is going to use. So now you're going to begin with analyzing your credit reports. When I began with the point of analyzing what was right and what was wrong, I took out a couple of different highlighters. I wanted to separate out the information into different categories so that when I looked at them, that information stood out. So you want to create a system, whatever that system may be. Maybe it's Excel, maybe it's on the computer, maybe it's on paper. I wanted to see the things, feel the things, touch the things. So I printed it out, put them in a binder and separated them with little color-coded dividers. Now let's check for inaccuracies. On your credit report, your personal information is listed, such as your addresses. Every address that you've ever had is probably going to be in your credit report. And those old addresses, you don't need those on there. So you want to highlight those areas. Things like your name, social security number, birth date, and your employment history is listed as well. If you notice anything is incorrect, highlight that. Next listed on your credit report is your trade lines. Trade lines is any information from a creditor that you owe or have an account with. They're going to have when you open the account, your current history, current balance payments, and the highest payment that you've ever charged on that account that's listed under high credit. Another area on your credit report is the collection area. This is when your creditor uh, wasn't paid 
and they sold the account off to a collection agency for pennies on the dollar. The thing is, your creditor has insurance, so they've been paid the money for that. Now, the collection agency owns the account, and they come after you to get the money that they want. Now that you're in the uh, inspection phase, you want to look for wrong info, wrong credit limits or balances, late payments that maybe you paid on time, or maybe you had a reason that you didn't pay it, you were in dispute. So you want to highlight those areas. If there are accounts that you've paid off, but they're listed as open and maybe they should be closed, highlight those. If there is, of course, accounts on your credit that you didn't open, you definitely want to highlight those. Negative listings that should have fallen off by seven years later. So it's not seven years from when the account was open. It's actually seven years from the day or the first day of your last missed payment. Then you have your incorrect judgments, defaults, or bankruptcies. Highlight those and let's move into phase two. Okay, so I see y'all. Y'all coming back for part two. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But most of all, that just shows that you're ready to make a difference in your life. So let's move on to phase two. Phase two is you've gotten through doing the inspecting and analyzing your credit reports. You should have gotten them from annualcreditreport.com. Now we want to sign up for credit monitoring. Credit monitoring services are free everywhere so this way you can log in from your computer or your phone and you can see the changes that's being made and track your process if you notice I said credit monitoring I didn't say credit repair or credit real FICO score services reason being there's FICO scores which is what our major lenders use to see if we're credit worthy and then there are the credit monitoring services, which I'll give you a list of about three. Um, the scores that they use are called FACO or FACO, F-A-K-K-O scores. This is where they take their modeling systems or whatever analytical measures that they use to create a number that's similar to a FICO score, but it isn't your real FICO score. In the history of my credit repair process, I noticed that um, sometimes the score would be off by about 30 points and depending on the credit report, it may be higher or lower. So it's basically a guide for you to use or a tool for you to use to track the progress, but it isn't your actual FICO score. FICO scores you have to pay for. I know I said three, but I'm just going to give you two. You really just need two monitoring services, creditkarma.com and also creditsesame.com. And they'll give you your TransUnion and Equifax credit reports. So it's your real credit reports. And then they use what's called a Vantage score, which is that FACO score that kind of looks like a FICO score. Um, on Discover, you can get your real FICO score, but you usually have to pay for to get that score. So go ahead and sign up for Credit Karma, Credit Sesame. You can download the app to your phone or you can use it on a computer or laptop and track from there. Now that we're planning this attack phase, you want to take a look at the accounts on your report. And if you have any creditors that you owe that they haven't charged off the account, 
which they usually can do after about 180 days for credit cards. And then on loans, it's about three months or four months, depending on which company it is. You want to pay them. You want to pay something. You want to make some type of arrangement with them. Yes, they have insurances and they should have plans to help you if you're in a financial state of emergency. So call them first. You want to make sure that it doesn't move into charge off statuses because that hurts you big time. At this point, you want to look for those accounts that are really old. We want to attack the oldest accounts on your report. So if you notice some inaccuracies with some old accounts, highlight those first. What I did was I did what I called a series of rounds. So my first round, which was my first 30 days, I sent out four letters disputing information. I'll share those letters with you through Facebook or Instagram. You can send me a private message. I may post them publicly. I'm not sure yet, but you can send me a DM if you want me to send you a letter or Google for examples of dispute letters. So we're going to dispute the inaccuracies. Either you say, this isn't mine, this isn't the correct amount, prove it, but we wanna start with, this isn't mine, or I don't recognize this. So start there. So credit companies are in the business of trying to get their money back. They're not going to admit that they've received a letter for you. So you need some insurance, which is, why you got to take those trips to the post office. And I do recommend this. You want to go take your letters to the post office and ask for a return receipt. It's a green slip. If you don't know what it looks like, just Google it to get an image or ask your local post office. This way, when you send those letters, and it does cost $3, I would have to pay $3 per letter. When you send those letters, you get receipts back that they've received them. So they can't say that they never received those letters. The last part of this series is coming up and that is when I'll explain where to dispute and what to dispute and how to dispute it a little bit more in depth. At this point in the game, you have learned how to analyze your credit report. You see the things that are accurate and inaccurate in there. And we, based on the last phase, we've looked for accounts that were old or should have fallen off by the seven year mark. And we're gonna start with those. The letters that you have written to dispute the inaccuracies in your report have three places to go. You can send them to one of the credit bureaus um, where the account is listed. You can send it to the original creditor or debt collector asking them to, you know, to prove that this is your account. Or if a debt collection agency owns the account, you can send what's called a debt validation request letter. A debt validation request letter basically says, number one, you have purchased this account, but I want you to prove to me that you own it. If they are unable to prove that they own it, meaning they can't validate the debt, they have to remove it. They have to prove based on your debt validation request letter that the debt exists, that it belongs to you, and they have the right to collect on it. And most of the time, collections agencies will purchase a debt through a creditor and they may not have all of your correct information or they may not have enough proof to show that it's yours, meaning they may not have your signature on file. So 
it is now becomes their burden to prove that they own it. One of the key methods to debt validation is to do that within the first 30 days that you receive communication from them. So usually you get a letter saying, hey, we got this debt. If you don't agree with it, please respond in the next 30 days. They're following what's called the Federal Credit Reporting Act law. So FCRA is there to protect the consumer um, from having debt placed upon us that doesn't belong to us. The next option to dispute items on your credit is through the credit bureaus. This is the option that I use most often and the one that worked um, the fastest. When you send a credit dispute letter to the credit bureaus, you can list more than one account. So with my first round of letters, I listed four accounts that were each on all of the credit bureaus and said really simply like, hey, I don't recognize these. These aren't mine. And what that does is that opens up an account with the credit bureaus for them to go and prove or ask the original creditor to prove that this is your account. I had three out of four to be deleted from my account by doing that method. Another option is to send a dispute letter directly to the creditor or debt collector. I've done this maybe once or twice. I sent a letter saying, hey, I don't believe it was mine. And one item was removed. Last option is what's called zombie debt. So once a debt goes beyond the statute of limitations, and that's listed online according to the laws of your state. But usually if it's beyond seven years, a debt collection agency doesn't have the legal right to try to collect anymore. So you can send a letter directly to the debt collection agency and tell them to remove this item due to it being a zombie debt. So the option that I use most was, of course, sending the letters to the credit bureaus. And those letters are called credit dispute letters. Most of the credit bureaus have where you can dispute online. I do not recommend that. That was not recommended to me. Reason being, you want that in-mail proof, that receipt that comes back that someone received it. And this is a legally binding basically like a contract saying that they received the letter. So if you put in there that you don't want to be contacted anymore, they can't contact you by phone. I think Experian is the one that wants to push you to do more online disputing, but I would still refer back to disputing your credit report through the mail. Credit agencies or credit bureaus, they change their PO box often. So you want to Google and find the most update address or also call them and ask for their most update address. I hope this helps you today. Good luck.